Sergeant Krupke, you gotta understand It's just our bringing up key that gets us out of hand Our brothers all are junkies, our fathers all are dogs Golly Moses, naturally we're punty Officer Krupke, we're family upset We never had the love that every boy ought to get We ain't no delinquents, we're misunderstood Deep down inside us, there is good There is good! There is good! Welcome to the CGOA podcast for March 2020. This is a production of the Columbia Gorge Orchestra Association. My name is Mark Steigner. I'm the artistic director and conductor for CGOA. And with me is Michelle Fershing. But is it assistant to the regional manager? That's right. For all you office fans out there. Now, was it Dwight the assistant to the regional manager? Yes, yes. Assistant manager, assistant to the regional manager, is Dwight Schrute. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So in this scenario, you're Dwight. What am I? You'd be Michael Scott. Anyway, so this is March. Something big this month. We've been talking about it now for how long have we been mentioning West Side Story? At least three months, right? At least three months. Yeah. We started and really tired of it. Yeah. But it's here a week from today when we record this about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So West Side Story, and that's kind of the theme of this month's podcast. We have kind of an extended interview with the cast of the show, which is really entertaining. I think they they did a great job and said a lot of uh, insightful and amusing things, right? Yeah, we've got a good range of backgrounds and ages on this interview this month, too, I think. That's true. It is. It's a wide range. And if you've been following West Side Story news... In the world, you might know that the New York production is officially opened to very mixed and controversial reviews. What are people not liking about it? People are not liking the cuts that were made Mm. uh, because, of course, they cut uh, I Feel Pretty and Mm. they made it into a one-act musical. Oh. Yeah, and there's no set. It's all uh, video projections on a Mm. big screen. On a big wall, and some people are not crazy about that, and they're questioning the changes in the dances. They miss the original uh, dances because this uh, is more of a hip hop style for the more of a Latin hip hop style. Yeah, they got rid of all the original Jerome Robbins dances, so they're totally gone. And okay. this is a, a new interpretation. So some people, you know, not happy about it. Other people think it's a good idea. Stephen Sondheim is, I think, more in favor than some people because he he is of the mind that theater needs to keep reinventing itself over and over which is something that only theater can do uh our production i think when people come to see it if they've never seen the show of course they won't know the difference but uh if they've seen other versions of west side story you know they'll they'll see some changes but it's more or less i think pretty respectful of the original material yeah so you michelle you are the production coordinator. Correct. Right? That's correct. So maybe explain to people what that means. What is a production coordinator? It sounds very uh, highfalutin. I know. It sounds very fancy, right? It is. Um, for our production, this was something that Mark, that you uh, asked me if I would help out uh, because of my OCD type personality from other productions that we've done. Uh, so part of this is making it up as we go, if I'm being kind of informal about it. But a lot of it is making sure that the communications between um, the production team are getting disseminated to the cast members, running rehearsals when um, the director can't be there, uh, trying to go through, adjust materials uh, so that people have it as easy as they possibly can. They can do the work that they need to run their lines um, and learn that. It's been getting uh, props together, helping out with set uh pieces all that kind of stuff i'm trying to think what else have i been doing am i forgetting anything um helping well, people one on one you're selling yourself short i think oh. uh well maybe you're not i don't know uh it's a really important job because in uh you know in community theater unlike professional theater lots of people do multiple jobs right if sure. we were in a professional situation there would be very specific roles for for lots of people but mm-hmm. because we don't do that 
people have to assume all sorts of combined roles. So, you know, you would have a script supervisor, but you're doing that to kind of uh, help with that. And uh, you're doing some stage management. And I think the biggest directing, some assistant directing, singing. So, and it's really important because because I wear so many hats for CJOA and have so many ensembles to rehearse. I can't, you know, always be there when I need to be. So it's really important and useful to have someone else yeah. who can run rehearsals. Well, yeah. that too, you're always directing the orchestra. So it's nice to have a second set of eyes, I think, sitting in the back row um, when you're distracted too. Not distracted. That's not the right word, but you're busy. Yeah. 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 And in some shows more than others, you know, if it was something like Mamma Mia, where the music is not terribly complicated, you can kind of split your attention um, and kind of let the music carry on on its own. But this show needs a conductor. Let me flip so, this yeah. back around to you then. What are sure. the what are the challenges people don't know about being a conductor for this show? There are many, many tempo and time changes in this uh, score. So even though, you know, somebody listening to it hopefully isn't really aware of where the difficulty is, they just hear the music. Uh, Bernstein, of course, was free to change meter all, all over the place and change tempos and, you know, write in difficult keys. And he didn't care because he was working with the best of Broadway in the pit. Um, so really, my job is, like everything I do, is... is to help people learn the score and help them through the difficult parts and try to keep it going. And of course, cue the singers. I, I saw somebody posted online a picture of the pit from the original uh, West Side Story. Oh, yeah. And it was, yeah, it was pretty interesting because it was in the years before the pit was under the stage. So the pit was kind of like we're going to be. It was down out in front of the stage and it was almost at audience level just like ours so it's hmm. very similar so we're being authentic is what you're saying totally authentic so right now we're going to hear the first part of a two-part interview that michelle did with the cast of west side story so enjoy everybody welcome back to the cgoa podcast the special west side story edition right now we are live with our cast our beautiful cast for west side story i'm going to pass the microphone around introduce yourself what's your name who do you play in the show are you a jet or a shark and then speak a little bit about what your previous theater experience was before doing the show Hi, my name is Gerardo Vasquez. They call me Jerry. I play a Chino and he's a shark. And I actually have no experience in musicals. This is going to be my first time and I'm very excited. Hi, my name is Elise Solis. I play Francisca, which is one of the sharks. And I have some musical experience, not theater specifically, but musicals, you know, Guys and Dolls. Um, I'm spacing out, but Children of Eden. <laughs> But yeah, mostly high school, and this is the first time coming back, so I'm excited. Hi, my name is Christian Conway. I am playing Diesel, who's one of the Jets. For this uh, production of West Side Story, I had done many musicals in high school, but there was like a five-year gap between that and now, so this is my first time in a long time doing a musical. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Marvel Grout. I'm playing Tony, uh, who was a Jet. Uh, <laughs> And uh, this is my first show. Uh, very nervous, but excited to be here. Hello, I am Amalia Vasquez. I'm playing Anita, a shark girl, Bernardo's girlfriend. I have done lots of theater in my life. I um, minored, basically, in theater in college. And as for musicals, this is, will probably be my first lead role in a musical. Hello, my name's Maza Brady. I play Arab, which is a jet. I've done theater here in the Gorge for the past five years. I've done a lot of the radio plays, if you've seen those. Also, I was in Mamma Mia last summer, been in Rocky Horror, Avenue Q, uh, Spamalot, kind of, you name it. <laughs> Hi, my name's John Beckman, and I'm playing India, one of the shark guys. And I've been singing and dancing in musicals for four years, and I've been dancing since I was six. Hello, I am Alex Molina. I play Pepe. 
who is one of the sharks and I have been in quite a few musicals. I have been in Footloose and most recently I've been in Newsies. I played race for um, the Hood River Valley High School. Um, and I am really happy to do West Side Story. Hello, my name is Levi Beckman. I play Lieutenant Shrank, and I am trying to keep the sharks and jets in line if I can. And as an adult, my stage experience is somewhat limited, though I do sing uh, a lot. I also have been dancing quite a bit, and uh, last year I played um, Vinnie Black in Tony and Tina's Wedding. Hi, my name's Matt Hartman. Uh, I play the character Action. Uh, he is a jet forever jet and uh i i have never done this before this is the first time for me and i'm freaking excited it's awesome it's great i love it hi my name is maddie beckman i play rosalia who's one of the shark girls um this is my first musical theater experience i started dancing when i was five and i've been singing with the high school's competitive singing group and got to go to state last year Hi, my name is Claire Rawson, and I play Big Deal, who's one of the Jets. And I was involved in a lot of musical theater in high school, um, but it's been about six or seven years um, since I've gotten to do a show. So I'm really excited to be here. As we're going along with this, who here had n- knew nothing about West Side Story before getting into the show? Okay, we've got two hands raised. Jerry, I'm going to put it to you. What did you know before the show started? I really didn't know much. Uh, when I just heard West Side Stories, I was like, what is that? <laughs> but then uh, my sister kind of said it was like Romeo and Juliet. And I was like, oh, okay, then that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and can you speak to this while we're we're on this little tangent? How many members from your – how many family members are in the show? I only got one right now in the show. <laughs> and then who else is related in the show? Um, well, in this show – by accident, I had me, my brother, my mother, and my father all get in. <laughs> okay, what did you know about the show, Alex, before we started? I knew absolutely nothing about this, only that I heard that it was on Broadway, obviously. <laughs> but um, I knew nothing about it. I've only heard about it from a couple of my friends because they were talking about it. And then I ended up watching the movie and cried a lot and thought it was very unfair. So, <laughs> Is there anybody here who, like, this is their favorite musical of all time? Oh, Christian! I don't know if it's, like, my favorite favorite, but, like, it's up there, like, top three, top five, I would say. Um, I, like, saw it when I was, like, eight years old, like, a live production of it, and my parents were really afraid I was going to be really, like, upset by it, but I was into it. Um... <laughs> I love the music. I love the dancing. I love the sort of strange, like, dance breaks everywhere. And people, I know people love to make fun of it for the snapping. But, like, it can be intimidating if you let it be intimidating. Okay, uh, who wants to speak to this question? Why does anybody here think that this story resonates currently with modern audiences as well as the audiences from the 50s when it was created? So a little bit about my background. So I grew up in Arizona in like full on Latino country. Um, My mom is from El Salvador and my dad's from Guatemala. So I got a lot of mixture in me and my culture growing up. And then I moved over here to Hood River and I was so culture shocked by all the white people. Uh, And then I realized that we had a huge population of Hispanics here in this area as well. And I really honestly started to experience racism and prejudice a lot more once I moved here, which was very different than what it was like in Arizona, where I was just surrounded by people that were my same color of skin and same ethnicity, same culture. And so when this show, when you when you go to the show, you're seeing all this racial tension between these two gangs and you're learning about how how much hatred can be built up just because of simple decisions that are actually basic human nature, right? They're not necessarily uh, brown, white, black, white, yellow, whatever, you know, all the different spectrum of color of skin that there could be. It's a lot more ingrained in like our hearts, right? There's a lot of heart issue that comes up. And so I think a lot of people of color resonate with the show because they're like, yeah, it's not 
we're we're just like you we're not any different we love the same we are passionate and we want to celebrate and jump and sing and dance as well so for for me it's really empowering like there's a lot of really cool moments for anita in this show where she's like I'm a woman of power and this man has power and he's attractive, but you know what? There's also a lot of growth that can happen in our relationships with the opposite race. Um, but of course, nobody else necessarily agrees with Anita. But I think it, it's just one of those things that in the past it was coming up very much in that area where the show came up, came to be but if we look at it here in the gorge there's definitely a lot of that going on that racial tension and that miscommunication and misunderstandings but just to see that we're actually fighting for the same things just from different perspectives i think is what's really important and what really they touch on in this show so just to add a little bit, Amali is my sister. So if you guys didn't notice, Abascus is last name. Um, yeah, so when Amali moved out here, um, I kind of grew up in Arizona. I stayed in Arizona. And um, while I was growing up, I, I experienced the gang and the racial conflict all the time because after I moved from where the Latin culture that we grew up in, it went into where most of the white people were at. And it was kind of... Uh, a weird transaction for me because I was like, oh, I have, I had to meet new people and there's hardly any Latinos in the block that I live. There's only probably like two or three families and the rest is all uh, more of a Caucasian families and stuff. So it was really, really hard for me to get friends and meet people. And then I would get bullied because I was a different race, different color. And then I would kind of, they'll kind of push me with the African-American culture and they will be like, oh, you're with them. And they'll kind of segregate us a little bit, but at the same time, you know, we stood up for each other and um, we tried to fight back. And I, I, I was kind of scared of the conflict sometimes. But, you know, growing up in Arizona and the different that, that, that uh, different aspect of it um, was very interesting because then I got to meet people who weren't. And and like she was saying, Anita how explains it, that we're all the same, but we just grew up differently. And our parents are I say by parents is because that's the way they grew up in generations that um, it affects saying like, hey, these people are not good people. And they will continue to tell you go down and down and down by generation. So. So I don't have any specific experience myself with like gangs or anything like that. But I did for my job uh, worked um, at a shelter. And so like the youth that I worked with were unaccompanied minors crossing the border. Um, and so then they would arrive at our shelter and then we took care of them. Um, and some of the stories of them like traveling on their own. So like a lot of them are fleeing um, persecution from gangs or like the violence because they're all coming from Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras. And those are places plagued with violence and war. And like they people see death on the streets every day. So that's just like stuff that they bring with us here in the U.S., like California, Arizona, Texas, like all those places. Um, and also like different gangs um, affect too, like the different cultures. So it's like there's American gangs and there's also gangs that are coming, that are international. Um, so that's also like a, di a different complexity too. So one of the reasons why I think West Side Story will continue to be a story that will be played in America in particular is, is because of our relationship uh, with immigrants. Uh, it, is, it is the story of our nation and without immigrants we wouldn't be here and and the the tension that results from people coming from different cultures is 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 difficult to manage and it's something this country has uh has has had a difficult history with but has managed to do in 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 some ways and yet it's clear it's evident i think that uh we still have a long way to go um so w one thing that I think um, Amalia was pointing out uh, earlier, which was, uh, to me, what this show uh, represents is, is something that has basically been true of humanity since the very beginning, which is we have predispositions towards the other that we learn from our parents. And uh, one, one thing that I recognize um, uh, from when I was younger is uh, I went to a, a mission school when I was in uh, first uh, through third grade. I moved there with my family, and we were basically the only white family there. I had Native American friends, um, you know, Anton Three Fingers, he was my buddy. We rolled together, you know, and 
my little brother had his friend and my older brother had his friend and we just we were friends and it was like it didn't matter and uh i think i think that's that's what's difficult is that's what kids receive the messages that that they're surrounded by and we have to change those messages what has been interesting or what have you learned so far from doing our production of west side story uh, well, I, I've definitely had a lot more uh, training than I would have if I weren't here, you know, just in general. Um, I don't know, I just learned that there's so many people around here that I haven't met who are all just awesome, and I'm glad to be in a cast with them. One of the coolest things that I've noticed about our production is that I never realized how difficult it is to merge a local symphony with a local production group in a small town that both of those things are challenging because we have A, limited resources, B, limited time, and everyone's doing this in their own free time of their own free will, trying to put it together and come up with something that's wonderful and beautiful. And it seems like it might be coming together, but if it's going to come together, it's going to be like at the last minute by the skin of our teeth. (laughs) Um, From what I've learned from this musical, at least, is like, I would have never found this place if it weren't for Maddie, <laughs> who made me think about actually joining. And I was like, well, I mean, I didn't know that a community theater was a thing. So I did end up trying out and I got in and I love it so much. And it just taught me that there's just so many different things out there that you could just overlook so easily. You just like have to know and like where it could be maybe or just like, I don't know meet the right people (laughs) and touching on what Alex said I think that it's been a really awesome opportunity to get to meet all these people and connect more with my community in a way that normally I never would have or even found out about this type of thing and I think that that's going to be really valuable information for if I ever move or if I'm ever somewhere where I don't have as many friends so I'm really grateful for this experience just very quickly I, I just want to say that you know learning from the production I like this is my first time doing it I'm very excited and, and seeing all, how the hard work that everybody puts in and trying to memorize lines is so hard but I you know I'm pushing myself and everybody here is supporting me and we support each other like we're like big family even though we're like apparently supposed to be rival gangs and hating each other but we still are here you know enjoying our company and you know volunteering and having fun and goofing off when we, we can <laughs> and you know getting together and it's it's new for me because I'm here in Hood River and it's a new area for me I just moved out here and I'm just like I'm meeting different people and I love it it's awesome okay what is your favorite moment or song in the show so far <laughs> mm. so I mean America <laughs> I think that's like one of the most fun songs I've ever been a part of and the dancing is great and my partner who is Maddie and we her and I have a nice little kind of cattiness fight to to our song that's just so much fun so I would have to say hands down America is my favorite so currently right now my favorite song in this show has to be by far cool that the Jets sing because just like the song title it is very cool (laughs) um i just love the spontaneous just like outbursts of just ah i want to you know do this or that and it's like no calm down like i don't know there's just something about it that like is giving an effect that kind of just like i don't know it just makes me all like yes (laughs) or something mine is also would be cool just because I'm somebody who really, really likes dancing and like choreography, and that has to be one of the coolest dance numbers in the show. And so even though I'm not in it, it's really, really fun to watch, and the judges are doing such a good job, and it's just really amazing. I think for me, one of my favorites is the prologue. Um, It's one... It was the first dance number that we learned, and so we've been doing it for the longest, and I think the energy that we get out of doing it and the amount of interaction that we have between gangs and with our like our um, fellow gang members is just a really great way to kind of set the stage um, to have like connection throughout the rest of the show and to have interactions. Um, and I love like the amount of movement and like the complications that are happening throughout it, and um, it's just like come together in a really cool way really like that uh i would agree with claire and i think my favorite number right now at least is the prologue um i think it 
toes this fine line of super chaotic, but also, like, super, like, planned. That's really cool to, like, witness unravel, especially when I'm off stage during it and seeing all these, like, parts of people moving and fighting and um, just the swirl of energy and kinetic movement is super cool to witness. And it, like, really does set, like, the tone of the show. It's like this, these streets and these people are in a state of turmoil and chaos. And I think it does a really good job of sort of inviting the audience in to see that really kind of ugly world our characters are inhabiting. I gotta say, my favorite is definitely Dance at the Gym, just because we have such charisma between the two gangs that's really kind of um, getting highlighted, and we have some really fun uh, dance moves that we get to do. We got to have some couples come out and shine, and it's also kind of the most important part of the story because it's when Tony and Maria, who's played by Lily, um, get to meet each other for the first time, and I think it's, you know, it's a monumental part of the production, and also it's so fun to watch because of all of the choreography that we have one thing that's really cool about our show that we're we're modeling from i think the 2009 revival of west side story is that we're doing a lot of scenes in spanish and i grew up in venezuela this is maza brady speaking and it's really fun to hear those scenes in spanish and especially some of the songs like soy bonita tan bonita so i really enjoy like i feel pretty and all those songs that are now in spanish Piggybacking on that a little bit, we're also doing some of the scenes in Spanish for the dialogue, and there's a really fun scene um, with all of the sharks razzing each other that we're doing almost entirely in Spanish, and we're a very Caucasian community here in Hood River, and it's so special because I think that anybody can watch that scene and kind of to Amalia's point, be able to connect with what's happening and see yourself in that position. Even though there's a language barrier, you don't hear that from the audience. You're just enjoying watching a family, essentially, just be a family with one another. That's my favorite moment of the show. So this is Levi. Um, I'm only in a few scenes, but the ones that I'm in, there's there's an interesting dynamic that I really, really enjoy that I feed off the rest of the group. And my role is actually includes a a time where I'm trying to antagonize them pretty hellaciously and being able to see the looks on their faces and, and to even, you know, provocate them is really, really interesting as they look at me with such visceral hatred and <laughs> it was pretty fun this is matt as action that was that was my visceral hatred i think All right, time for March news for CGOA. Okay, not to sound like a broken record or anything, but you should get your tickets now for the stage's production of West Side Story. That's going to be March 6th, 7th, 13th, 14th, 20th, and 21st at 7 p.m. And then the weekend show, excuse me, the Sunday shows are March 8th, 15th, and 22nd at 2 p.m. at the YE's Performing Arts Center. The Jets and the Sharks sing and dance it out in one of the classics of American theater. Don't miss this. There are only a very few tickets left for Hats Off to CGOA, our first ever fundraising gala on Saturday, April 4th at the Hood River Hotel with music by the always tasty Tom Grant and live and silent auctions featuring a huge number of cool and unique items, including... A date night with Mark Steigner for who, anybody who wants it. Tickets are at gorgeorchestra.org. Blue, old Blue Eyes is back. That's right. Come spend an evening with Frank Sinatra and the jazz collective Big Band. Sinatra tribute artist Jamie Getz will channel the voice and vibe of the crooner, and you'll swear you were in Las Vegas circa 1950. One show only on April 11th at 7.30 p.m. at Y East Performing Arts Center. Tickets are on the website. 
Did you know the supposedly stuffy old J.S. Bach wrote an entire mini opera about the latest 18th century vice of drinking coffee? Come here, the Voci Choir, get back to Baroque and be delighted by Vivaldi's Gloria, music by Handel and Purcell, for a fully staged performance of Bach's Latte Cantata. That's going to be April 24th and 26th at Hood River Middle School. But hold up on something. A date okay. night with me? Isn't that part of the deal with this? I hadn't heard that before. <laughs> well, let's add it. Let's get this going. I think I, I know, did I'm... tease this on the other podcast that we did. You said that you would give a lecture on, on music and well, aquarium. Well, okay. So uh, the things that I'm contributing, and I'm not sure if all these are actually going to be offered. One is a house concert with myself and Dennis Castaneres. At whose house? And and I, whoever wants, I think it's oh. going to be I, whoever wins it. It's a okay. house concert. Okay. And I think you're singing in that too. Am I? I think so. Okay. If I'm doing a date night, you're singing in the concert. Okay, deal. All right. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I think I offer to come to people's house and tell them spooky stories and gossipy uh, stories about different composers. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry to disappoint you. Uh, and then I'm, uh, what else? Oh, I'm offering to do um, several commissions so people can uh, bid on a new piece of music that I'll write for you, uh, dedicate to you for one of our concerts, or an arrangement for the jazz band to play for a favorite song of yours. Nice. So you can bid on that. And then I donated one of my paintings. What's it a painting of? Um, it's a still life and I, you know, I said, you can use this for real or it can be kind of a kitschy novelty gift. You know, you could hang it in your house to say, who's this piece of garbage by? You'll never guess. There you go. Please come to the gala and sign up for the silent auction for any of those things. I think it's worth the money. Well, thanks, Michelle. And now let's go back to our roundtable discussion with the cast of West Side Story. Okay. What has been the most difficult or challenging aspect of our production for you? <laughs> okay, so like Mazo was saying earlier, we have songs uh, that are in Spanish as well. And so for me, I am bilingual, bilingual, bicultural, so I can s speak both languages pretty fluently. But to jump from English to Spanish, back to English, back to Spanish, and against, again, English again, is so difficult because your brain is doing like a flip-flop consistently so I'm like voy a cantar en español now I'm going to sing in English y ahora en español y ahora en inglés and then it's like wait that was in English that was Spanish <laughs> exactly like that because my brain like it's so hard to actually do the mental flip because it's so they're both so ingrained in me that it's it's just like that fluidity just kind of flows naturally and doesn't stop and switch courses if that makes any sense mm -hmm. so that is definitely the hardest scene for me and that's um a Boy Like That is the song in which I do that. So look out for that. Mm -hmm. Do not judge me if I mess up, okay? <laughs> uh, I would say, um, I think for me, the hardest part would be probably uh, somewhere, when we're singing somewhere, because I've never sang before, like actually sing. And it's kind of a little bit, I feel like it's a little high for my vocals. But, you know, I try it. I try to put it. And uh, I'm working with everybody else, and they kind of encourage me. So it's like, uh, I got to do this. I got to try to push it. Open your mouth, push your tummy, whatever you have to do. <laughs> Just get it out. <laughs> so I've never done anything like this. You know, this is my first show. It's really my first time singing even. Um, and so... <laughs> Just getting all the help from the community and all people who are willing to help me and try to get me as best as I can. And I know by the time we get to the show, it'll be, be great. I'm excited for it. Hi, this is Matt again. Uh, I just wanted to say I, I, I want to tag on with Jerry because, uh, yeah, some someday, somewhere, it's, uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's just, uh, <laughs> see, they're informing me I said the lyrics wrong, so <laughs> you're going to want to look out for that. No, but it is the high point of the show. It's just, uh, m I think my goal there is to not see a dry eye in the house. So I hope I hope to see you there. <laughs> so this is Maddie. Um, 
For me, definitely the hardest piece is America because this being my first time, it's my point where I really have to present the most um, for my character and singing and dancing um, at the same time or like right next to each other. So breathing is hard for me and I've been working a lot on projection recently. Um, But overall, it is one of my favorite pieces, but definitely the most difficult for me. Uh, This is John and for me... The hardest part is there's a lot of dancing in this musical, and that's one of my favorite parts about it. But um, the dancing, like the choreography, can be really challenging. Um, But the hardest part for me would be moving, like doing everything, like synchronized and together can be really hard because we all like dance differently, and that's totally fine and cool. And so it's just really there's some points in the music where they're like oh we're gonna do this like together and then some points where we're like oh we want to personalize it a little bit and just like figuring that out and figuring out how to do it all together is pretty challenging but um it turned out really well and the music and dancing is going pretty good i think i think probably one of the most difficult things with this musical is the music is very strange it's based off of a lot of jazz that bernstein brought into it which is super cool Um, But I also just want to give a shout out to our choreographer, Susan, who had to essentially put, like, some sensible way of teaching choreography onto music that doesn't follow a basic eight count half the time, switches halfway through. Like, it is some weird music, um, which is incredibly challenging to learn. I can't even imagine trying to teach that. (laughs) Um, But I think it is also what is super engaging is the music and the way we move on stage is based a lot more on sometimes the sound and like accents of instruments rather than um, like just counting down to eight and knowing (laughs) where to step on those eight counts. I just want to add one thing. The other thing I find it kind of hard as well is that I love my cast members. I love everybody here, but trying to be tough and hate you guys is so hard to keep a straight face and be like, F you this and, you know I can't do it it's like I, I tried to keep my my laugh and and keep it in and um it's it's so hilarious it's just seeing how how everybody's just like okay we're tough we're tough right off we get off and like okay we're, we're still friends right <laughs> okay piggy off of that um it's also really challenging for me to be tough and mean uh <laughs> to be to act like a gang member I think that's what I struggle with one of the things I struggle with the most. The other thing is also like the singing because I've also sang in choirs and stuff. So this is like the first time that I have to sing my part and like not have to rely or I can't hear anybody else's part, you know, singing the same thing as me. So that is challenging for me. And also like the dancing. I don't have a lot of experience with dancing. So learning that was also, I'm I'm still learning actually. Let's be (laughs) real. Similar to what Ellie and Jerry were just mentioning, um, I think the mindset that this show requires has been really challenging for me. Um, A few folks mentioned earlier on that so much of this show is about racism and the, like, ugliness that comes with that and that is, like, very much alive today and in our own community and in our own country. Um, And so I think to, like, get on stage with people that I love um, and, like, have to shout and portray like um, really hurtful things is like a really tough mindset to be in as a cast that like over the last four months or so have like built trust together and like built friendship and things like that um, to be doing that in the midst of a really like complicated narrative um, is very um, challenging and can be like emotionally exhausting I think for um, for everybody so I think it's also prompted some really like important conversations and um, figuring out like what are our stories and um, that's been good but I think it's a challenging thing and then also in addition to shouting out to Susan for her work with the complicated music like a shout out to our orchestra this music is so hard um and so the like work and time and diligence that they're putting in is um so appreciated I cannot even imagine having to learn this music so thank you so then combining all of the last four comments right when you take a poppy jazz piece whose tonal center is particularly major with not as much dissonance as perhaps you might want and then you 
put two warring factions against each other um, and you're bopping around and you're snapping and it's really, really difficult to keep a, a, a focus that is anger especially with these people that you love so much. You're dancing around and you're snapping, bopping to this awesome jazz piece, and um, it's very, very difficult for them on stage, and it's, and it's hard to get into that mindset. That's one thing that I notice as being a particularly difficult thing for everybody involved. Um, picking backing off of something that John said earlier, that there's a lot of areas of our show that everybody's doing the same things, but then there's a lot of opportunities for personalization. I'm somebody who loves the inside scoop. So for all of our local audience members who are going to come see the show, are there any particular Easter eggs or little moments that you're having privately, maybe as an ensemble member that people should look out for as they're watching the show? Um, there's a moment where a lot of the Jets don't believe that Tony is really going to show up for them. Um, and there's like a conversation about it and things like that. And then he comes in at the dance, um, which kind of ends up where he meets Maria and then kind of the whole story unfolds from there. Um, and so two of us have like an unspoken bet that we've taken about whether or not Tony's going to show up. And so when he does, I get to like make action pay up and then he never has money on him. And so we have like a side thing while everyone else is talking to Tony. <laughs> There's some fun moments that Ellie and I have worked in in the background because my character's such an airhead and so dumb. So when maybe the adults are talking about action happening on beds, then my character's confused and wondering if they're talking about like exercise and I proceed to perform yoga. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think we're wrapping up. So why should our local audience members here in Hood River and the Gorge come see our show? Any final thoughts? There's so many great people here, so many awesome performers, so many wonderful singers, excellent musicians, and we all live here, around here, and we're putting the show on, and we hope you love it. Please come out. Quite literally, there have been blood, sweat, and tears put into this show. Uh, I bled on that stage. So... I will feel personally slighted if people don't show up. <laughs> um, just like us as a group, like, yeah, we, we put in the work to, like, make a show. and But there's just, like, certain parts, just because this musical is really weird at parts, and there's just stuff that we have to figure out. And sometimes we just gather together for hours, and we're just like look, we, we need to figure this out. And so just like the work that we put in on the little things, it's really awesome to have that pay off. So, yeah. Um, kind of picking back on that, um, this is Maza Brady. Uh, one of the things that uh, is most challenging about the show is one of them is how much time we have to put in. We auditioned for this in like November. Uh, so it feels like it's been like five months. Uh, doing this, we rehearse like three times a week um, sometimes four and often then there's hours put in on your own time practicing your dances your monologues finding costumes figuring out what are you going to do with your hair uh, so it's we've put in a lot of energy and it's very rewarding and I think people should come and especially people who maybe want to do this sometime so like anybody like we have people on this cast that have never done a show before and that could be you so if you want to see how much fun you could be having you should come see our show uh, so I'm from the Dallas, and uh, it's really nice just to uh, have a reason to have wasted gas for about four months. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to pick off of John and Mazda, um, they, as John said, he said like there's there's something that on this sh musical that has very uh, meaningful scenes that people can learn from it, and you know if you live in this type of you know if you see it around, you can point it out and be like, hey, like that's not. It's not cool. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's a good way to open up a conversation probably with uh, your kids, if, you know, if you bring your kids, and be like, hey, like, if you see this, this is not, you know, it could be not okay, you know, and you, it, it opens up a, a great conversation to have as a family, and as well, we all put hard work in here. I think when we... 
when I, when I was first watching the show, trying to get into the mindset of it, uh, a lot of the things made me really uncomfortable. And, and I like to kind of comfort myself with like, oh, but that was in the 60s. Like, Our world's so much better now. We don't do those things to other people. And then as I'm going through this show, I'm like, actually, you know, we retain immigrants on the border right now. And actually, a lot of this racism still happens. Like, I hear it on the news. And so it's a really good reminder of like, yes, like this is like an extreme situation, but that version is still playing out today in a very way we don't maybe call people the same names we used to call them then but um yeah racism is very adaptive and it's a good way to kind of remind yourself that like this is happening still it's not gone away Thank you, Maza, for that, because I actually want to plug that on Sunday matinee shows, there's going to be talkbacks with the audience, and you guys are welcome to stay afterward and talk with the cast, and we will have conversations about this, because it's real, it's happening now, and we can speak from our firsthand experience. And I think it's also really important for people of the white ethnicity to also come and listen and hear and learn and ask questions in a safe space. So I want you all to know ahead of time that it's going to be a safe environment. We're not going to get all angry and heated if you ask the question incorrectly. We'll just be kind and say, maybe you should ask that question this way instead to be more sensitive and understanding because we know that in this community there are a lot of loving caring people that just don't understand that when they act or say a certain thing they are coming across as very racist or it, it's really just the lack of knowledge and understanding on how uh, communication happens between different cultures so anyways come to the talkbacks and listen to us ask us questions and we will do the best we can to help you out I gotta say, I'm gonna side with Orville on this, which is that I think our cast has by itself been funding um, Dairy Queen for the past four and a half months, and so it'd be really nice if that money was worth it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, there's such fun dance numbers. Orville and Lily get to sing some really beautiful songs, and I think that anyone who comes would really enjoy their time. So yeah, come and see us. (laughs) This is Alex here. A reason why you should probably come see the show, for sure, is if you loved Newsies, I'm in it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if you really liked my character Race from Newsies, you should definitely come see this show because I don't think I've lost my funny factor (laughs) playing Pepe. And um, it's, it's really good, I think, because everybody here loves what they're doing. They put all their time and energy into it and the band as well because we want to push something that everyone can just sit and enjoy and watch and just it would mean so much to us if you just came and supported because you know we love you and whatever you give us we will give you right back um and then what kind of what amali was saying but just this show it's really educational on really both sides because there are two gangs and they both interact with each other on their own and so i think it's really educational on how separate groups work within themselves and how they interact is different can be different than what they actually think and um it's just like it shows a lot of what goes on on the inside and i think that's really cool all right well we can't do a better plug than that everybody please come see cgra's production of west side story it's going to be the first three weekends in march starting on march 6th please go to gorgeorchestra.org for tickets and buy your tickets early because our shows sell out fast for these and we don't want you waiting at the door we want you seeing all these beautiful talented so smart cast members so thank you very much thanks guys we did it Hear ye, hear ye! In the opinion of this court, this child is depraved on account of eating hay at a normal home. Hey, I'm depraved because I'm deprived! So take him to a head drinker! Head drinker, you! Me? A bastard, my mom's an SOB, my grandma's always plastered, my grandma pushes tea, my sister wears a mustache, my brother wears a dress, goodness gracious. So before we end tonight, I wanted to uh, recognize our sponsors. It's been a while since we've done that. Uh, there's a few new ones. 
So our friend level sponsors, we have a couple new one, uh, new ones. I think Cascade Central Credit Union. We have BGBs. We have Hood River Public Storage and Everybody's Brewing. I think those are new since the last we recognized people. At the supporter level, we have Arome. I think it's pronounced Arome. Do we know that, Michelle? No, I have no idea. Okay. Well, it's written as Arome. Um, Ackerman Orchards, Volcanic Bottle Shop, Pine Street Bakery, Starbucks, Hood River Dental, Duckwell Fruit, Best Western, uh, Hood River Inn, NHA Sellers and Hood River Public Storage and our patron level. We have Applin Jewelers, Bodus Kitchen, Lightwave Communication, and Oak Street Hotel and Vacation Home. So if you want to be listed as a supporter, patron, or friend, join CJOA at gmail.com. Um, all right. So one more time, Michelle. West Side Story opens March 6th, runs the 7th. And the 13th and 14th and the 20th and 21st at 7 p.m. Note the time, not 7.30, 7 o'clock, because it's a fairly long show. And March 8th, 15th and 22nd at 2 p.m. And those are at the Y East Middle School Performing Arts Center. But when we come back in April, we'll have information and a chat with Frank Sinatra, which is pretty impressive when you think about it. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. And then we'll talk about light in the void. That's a really big thing coming up in May. So thank you for listening, Michelle. Thank you very much. Thank you, as always, Mark. And have a good month. Hello, my name's Maza Brady. I play Arab, which is a jet. And I grew up in Venezuela. This is Maza Brady speaking. And kind of peeking back on that, um, this is Maza Brady. Uh, this is Maza Brady again. This is Maza Brady speaking. Uh, this is Maza Brady. Maza Brady. Maza 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 Brady Brady. Maza Brady. Maza Brady. And that could be you. Maza Brady. Maza Brady. Maza Brady. Maza Brady. Maza Brady. Maza Brady. This is Maza Brady. Music by Handel and Purcell. Did I say it right? Purcell. Purcell? I got excited for a little bit.